Richie Knight in studio with us this morning. Richie Knight, thanks for dropping in this morning. Thanks for having me, Tim. Driving out, as the case may be. I was just visiting the old website there, RichieForAthens.com. I noticed the first thing I see is that uh, you've made it easy for me, a countdown clock. Uh, we're 165 <laughs> days out uh, until the election in May, May 22nd of next year. Richie Knight, Sam Thomas, Antoine Stevens, and the two Athens Clark County Commissioners, Harry Sims, Kelly Gertz, the announced candidates thus far. Qualify, is qualifying, I guess, in March at some it point, is. typically in March. All right, uh, five things you say, and we'll just dive right into these. Five things you say you want to talk about, at least on your campaign website. Five priorities. Develop and implement a long-term growth strategy. Commit to a new generation of leadership. Protect education. Prepare our future leaders. Enhance the general welfare of our citizens and further enhance our transportation system. Uh, laying out your priorities as a candidate and should you win as a mayor. Start right there at the top. Develop and implement a long-term growth strategy. Now, you would bring a local and small business background to that. Correct, yeah. You know, I really think it's time for us as a community to decide who we want to be when we grow up. Um, you know, we've really got to start making decisions that are going to launch us 30 years down the road. When we look at aspirational cities like Chattanooga and Greenville, like we like to do a lot, you know, they're reaping the benefits of 30 years ago's decisions. Um, and, I, and I think since unification, we probably haven't made quite the level of those type of decisions that we need to make. Right, what's forward. the mechanism for making those type of decisions? That we have, for example, as a matter of fact, it's in the process of being updated, a comprehensive plan which speaks to how we use the land here and some of the property. Uh, what What's in the toolbox for that? Certainly, yeah. I've been on the steering committee for Envision Athens, which is fueling a lot of the comprehensive plan. Um, and I think looking at the recommendations that have come out of those uh, special interest group or those focus groups and uh, citizen-led discussions is certainly a piece of that. I think the, the other elements are really identifying um, where are we lacking. You know, s only 69% of our county has public sewage and water. Um, so when we talk about development and pockets like the east side where we're missing industry, um, we've really got to look at those those long-term things like infrastructure and, and how can we put them in place so that we're we're launching future development. I did not read that. I, I'm going to have to take your word for that. I didn't know that we were 69% we have that. I'm doing math here. That's dangerous. 31% we don't have that type of infrastructure. I wasn't aware. I knew there was some. I didn't know it was that much. Yeah, that came out of the Envision Athens process and I think was a learning opportunity for a lot of us just to be able to see from outside consultants um, what business and industry is here, what business and industry is in other areas surrounding us, um, where the future is moving, and then the pieces that we're missing in order to put that in place. Now, that's just basic water and sewage. That doesn't count fiber and other things that, you know, much of the growing industries that we're trying to seek are, are looking for. Well, Richie Knight with his candidate for mayor, the election, at least the first election, maybe a runoff, but the first election, May of next year, candidate for mayor. Uh, you mentioned two cities specifically, close enough to home that most of us have at least some familiarity with them. Been a while since I've been to Chattanooga, well, actually a couple of years ago, and at Greenville. Actually, I love Greenville, South Carolina. It's easy to see some of what they're doing over there. Uh, what are those places doing right, and, and what might we learn from them? Yeah, I think, uh, again, you know, they they went through a tough period. Um, Chattanooga, back in the 
60s, 70s yeah. was named the the dirtiest city in the in America. And I think that was a big wake-up call for them. They're fortunate to have public-owned utilities, and one of the smartest decisions they made was to lay fiber with their local utilities um, decades ago, which has allowed them to attract the high level of high-tech industry that um, we we would just dream to Is have. that something an Athens-Clark County government can do? I mean, is that something that, that they would have the jurisdiction and authority and capability of doing? I don't believe so as far as the public utility goes. I do believe, though, that, you know, I don't think government is always the solution to everything. However, I think government's the forum to the, some of these solutions, and, and I would hope that we could bring together private partners to to really move that forward. Let's jump to priority number two. Again, I'm looking at your website, uh, RichieForAthens.com, Richie Knight, mayoral candidate. Commit to a new generation of leadership. That's a little more uh, nebulous. We can, we can point to uh, the comprehensive plan and long-term growth strategy and business and industry. Uh, how do you commit to a new generation of leadership? How do you even define? It sounds like you're talking about younger folks at the expense of maybe some of the more seasoned citizens. Yeah, and it's not just that. I think it's just a, a different way of doing things. You know, we, we've got to bring a new level of transparency to city hall and local government. You know, very few meetings are fully accessible to the public, whether that's online or or even space to have people in a room. Um, I think we have to identify and address immediately how can we open all of that um, how do we get things out quicker and, and connect with those who decisions are going to affect quicker and, and easier so that we're not retroactive on as many things as we have been? Um, you know, I think a big piece of that, too, is we've allowed ourselves to get in a pretty bad state. You know, the, the poverty rate's a political number, and it's always going to be that Whatever way. Whatever it is now, it's got to be close to 40 percent. It is, around 38 yeah. percent. And that's always going to be political because college students, you know, sway that number. But it's hard to determine, even when you take that 18 to 24 age bracket out, still only brings it down 10 percent, you know, which is another 10 percent higher than the state average. And we're going to compare other cities, uh, as we were just discussing, Chattanooga and Greenville. Another city, I understand that it has a a similar demographic and a similar issue there. It might surprise some folks. Uh, Durham, North Carolina, home of Duke University. Mm-hmm. And the common thread here is university. Yeah, and I, I've spent some time in, in Durham, just as, as I have in Chattanooga and Greenville, and visited mayors in those cities. Um, it, it's a southern problem, mm-hmm. uh, more importantly. You know, we have a real economic mobility issue in the south. We handled segregation poorly, and we saw a lot of, um, you know, ramifications have come of that. Um, as well as traditionally, we've just had the lowest wages in the country. And that has forced us into a lot of the issue um, that we're in now. I think the number that can't be political, though, that we have to keep our eye on is 40% of our kids are, are living below the poverty line. So our youth poverty rate of 5 to 18 age range is at 40%, one out of six kids is living in poverty. Which speaks to their parents or sometimes parent singular. Right. And so let's just say a perfect scenario of, which which is rare, two parents mm-hmm. and two kids in a household, um, that's $27,000 combined household income. So one out of six kids is living below that. Well, then, have you seen this data? I'm sure the, the odds that the, the child is in that situation greatly diminished when there are two parents who are married to each other. Right. 
and, and, and in poverty, you know, taking it a step further, you only have in Athens, Clark County, you have a 1% chance to move from that lowest quintile to something at medium or higher income. You literally have a 1% chance to go from mm. that lowest point to something that we would consider well off. Um, and, and so that's, in my mind, in committing to a new generation of leadership, it's keeping our eye on how do we change that? Because if we've just our current systems have got to be broken. Something's got to be wrong that have allowed us to get to the point that we're at now. Richie Knight, candidate for mayor. Quick break, back with more. Classics of today, Fox News, WGAU. Candidate mayor of Athens. Uh, you mentioned that we're going through your list of five priorities as you conduct your campaign, get to as many as we can here. I want to circle back to number one for a quick moment. Uh, develop and implement a long-term growth strategy. Part of that is something, I'll, I'll go to the acronym here, I'll call it PLOT, a payment in lieu of taxes, pilot, some call it. You would like to get that from the University of Georgia. Tell us what that is and why you think that's a good idea. Yeah, Tim. So um, our city budget or our city and county budget, 41% of that is made up from property taxes and 45% of our land is untaxable. It's owned by the university, state, federal government, churches. Uh, the school system is a large landowner. Um, and if we want to continue to move a lot of these issues that we've got to make change on, we've got to find a way to pay for things. Um, and, I, and I think it's about time. I know the university indirectly benefits our community. It's almost immeasurable. Oh, um, yeah, the, the, the university would quibble with your use of the word indirectly. Right. Um, and so it's we've, we've got to, however, if we want to move the needle on things like affordable housing and develop something like an affordable housing fund, the best use of that would be how do we take some of these payment in lieu of taxes that we're already getting, like the housing authority, um, and, and potentially seek new sources. Um, now, I know it gets into a gray area when you start talking about a public university. However, I think a good first start would be, you know, some of the athletic facilities that are revenue generators. and um, One in particular. Right. <laughs> that is a, a private, uh, privately funded, holded entity, you know, that, that has a lot of private dollars associated and they to it. would, again, argue the economic impact of six Saturdays in the fall is pretty immeasurable, and the T-shirts and caps they're selling now is pretty significant. Right. But I, I'd, I'd also argue that, you know, $250,000 a year would go a long way towards an affordable housing fund. Um, and that's that's the type of thinking that a new generation of leadership, that long-term growth strategy that we've got to be addressing. Can you point to someplace? Is this done some other place? Can you? Can yeah. You? So this is done. Uh, payment in lieu of taxes is done in 28 other states, um, and 70 percent of the organizations in those 28 states are colleges and universities. All 30 colleges in Boston make a payment in lieu of taxes. Duke is one of those more public ones, you know, right down the road. Mm -hmm. um, so this is not some a new could concept. Not, could it not be argued that that would be passed on in the form of tuition? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think if we want to really look at this um, without affecting public dollars, it's how do we um, really maybe target some of the properties on campus that are mostly private funds and mm. that are revenue generators. Even the Georgia Center, for that matter, doesn't pay hotel motel tax. You know, so when you think about comparing it to other um, hotels and conference centers in, in the area, they, they're always going to have that competitive mm. advantage.
Uh, Richie Knight, candidate for mayor of Athens. Uh, again, five priorities on his website, RichieForAthens.com. I'll try to skip through as many of these as we can in the time remaining. Protect education and prepare our future leaders. Uh, Ne'er the twain shall meet. Uh, you're not running for school board. You're running for mayor. What do you have to say about education? What do you, more to the point, what does the mayor have to do with education? Yeah, you know, youth development doesn't stop at 3.30. And that's something that I think us as a community are really going to have to adopt as a, a principle. It, it certainly takes a village to raise raise um, raise a kid and, and much more than that to raise the amount of students that we have in Clark County. Um, you know, the, the numbers are extremely staggering. I think Dr. Means has walked in um, to quite the amount of opportunity for improvement. Um, and I, the current commission and, and mayor and city government have got to work closer together with Board of Education. We've got to improve things like economic mobility. Um, we've got to make access to work-based learning um, a lot of the things that us as a community could work on, we've, we've got to work hand-in-hand with board education with. Uh, Richie Knight, mayoral candidate, ensure the general welfare of our citizens is protected. I, I read that, and I think cops and firefighters. Is that what you're talking about, public safety? Yeah, a good bit of that is, is public safety. You know, um, we need to add 20 new uh, police officers to the force. Um, we're way down, especially... We're at 240 some odd now. Right, and, and especially in, in downtown, that downtown precinct, which I live and work downtown, uh, it's highly understaffed, especially during the day. Um, and uh, we're, we're seeing increased need for that. Um, at, at nighttime, there's an overabundance of people downtown, um, as, as we know. Which and, is, you know, that, that quote-unquote good problem to have. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, we, we are seeing increased violence in certain communities. You know, we've had three attacks on the LGBT community in the past uh, year. Um, I've my, my partner and I have been verbally assaulted downtown. You know, it, it's happening more and more. And with minimal police presence, it's, it's hard to it's hard to, to keep and make folks feel safe. Um, and, you know, another piece of that is we need 10 new 911 dispatchers. Our 911 response rate is below the national average right now um, because we are down the number of dispatchers. You know, there's a couple of things I suppose you could do. I just take the, the, the needing new cops, new 911 dispatchers, or additional cops, 911 dispatchers, firefighters, whatever the case may be. Uh, obviously, everything circles back to funding. Uh, it, it would be argued that we have trouble keeping the ones we have because we're at a competitive disadvantage as what other communities pay. And if you say, well, bring in more, we can't afford to keep the ones we're trying to keep now. Yeah, and, that, and that's a great point. And I think that's, I mean, it's obviously a national trend, more importantly, a state trend. Uh, the state hired the, state hired the bar or, or raised the bar for um, GBI state troopers, yeah. and state troopers um, and are seeing an increased amount. They're no longer as, as they're no, a... No, absolutely. Listen, if I'm an Athens-Clark County police officer, let's just, yes. let's just put it out there. If I'm an Athens-Clark County police officer, I'm wearing a uniform, I'm carrying a gun, I want to make more doing the same job, I do basically the same job, I'll go be a state trooper. Right. You know, you know, that's that's obviously got to be step number one. We've got to find a way to retain our top officers and um, and and pay better. I mean, our starting pay has got to rise by at least ten thousand. We're going to find those dollars. That's the thing. We're going to have to think smarter. You know, we're going to have to invest in you know smarter development. It can't be something that we continue to, as a community 
um, you know, to, to constantly look down upon. We're going to have to look into n- a new sources of funding like a payment in lieu of taxes. I mean, there are new ways that we've got to address um, where we're at because we're, we're, we're tapped out. You know, in the smallest county landmass-wise in Georgia and 45% of our land being untaxable, I mean, we've got a lot of disadvantages that we have got to find a way to work around. Uh, priority number five, Richie Anthons, uh, Richie4Anthons.com. Uh, further enhance our transportation system. What do you have in mind? You know, I think step number one for me is how do we make sure, how do we ensure all of our major employers are on a transit route because um, it's not the case right now. Um, our Athena Industrial Park is not on a transit route when you think about the number of, of jobs that are there. Caterpillar is currently not on a transit route. Um, there are plans for some of this, but still not. Is Caterpillar asking, I mean, I don't know, is Caterpillar saying, well, it would be great if we had buses running out here. Is Caterpillar saying that? Well, here's the problem with that. Caterpillar and these other folks can survey their current employees to see who would use it but is that really who we're yeah, they're, they're, worried yeah. about it's the people who can't get there you know and that's what i think us as a local government have failed a little bit is we've got to connect with those who aren't currently in the workforce and how can we ensure that they get there on time but caterpillar is a great example they have one of the worst on-time job rates in the nation in the world for that matter for caterpillar organizations um, and we, as a community, aren't doing anything to make that any easier or better for them. Well, we've done some things. I mean, specifically Caterpillar, no. But, I mean, the, the transit system has been Sunday service, for example, and additional routes, additional hours. Things have been done. Things have been done, certainly, in the transit department for our community. We have one of the top transit um, I think they won Georgia's top transit system uh, last year. Uh, however, when we start thinking about the workforce development piece and how – behind we are. Um, transportation is one of those barriers that's easy to identify and, and, and provide a solution for. Um, you know, other things are a lot more difficult, like background checks and uh, drug tests, things that we're going to have to work with employers on to ensure that we get our underemployment rate a lot better than what it is right, right now. Less than a minute now, Richie Thomas, or Richie Thomas, Richie Knight, a candidate for mayor of Athens, six months out. How's the campaign going? Campaign's been well. I, I've really enjoyed the opportunity to get to meet with people all throughout the the county, um, in in all communities, and uh, it's it's been an, an awesome experience, an amazing experience to put together this list of priorities, which have come from from countless number of conversations. Is, is this doable for you? I mean, we look at quickly about thirty seconds. Here. We look at we say, hey, Kelly Gertz, Harry Sams. Everybody knows those names. Uh, is this doable? I would sure like to think so. I've I've put a hundred percent of my time and energy into it. Um, I, I feel like I'm as prepared as any uh, for a role like this. Uh, I've done my homework. I've met with mayors in other cities. I'm going above and beyond, and um, I feel like I'm certainly ready for this for this job. Uh, Richie Knight again. The website RichieForAthens.com uh, takes you right to his list of priorities. Well, actually, it takes you right to the countdown clock, which again, 165 days out, uh, May 22nd of next year. Best of luck. I'm sure we'll talk again between now and, th- now and then. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thanks, Tim.